0: The Smart Start Money Podcast. If the subject is about money in life or questioning the so-called experts on the subject, we open the conversations. It's the Smart Start Money Podcast. My name is Eric Flynn. On this podcast episode, I'm going to talk about why managers are rarely leaders. Although most managers in the workplace would like to believe they are leaders, this isn't always the case. There are differences between being a manager and a leader. Managers have employees they manage, and leaders have people that actually follow them. Stick around for today's podcast episode as I explain the difference between managers and leaders. Before I get started on this podcast episode, if you like the podcast, go ahead and subscribe. You can also visit the website at smartstartmoney.com for articles on life and money. This podcast episode, I really wanted to talk about how managers are rarely leaders in the workplace. Now, if you've been in the workplace for any amount of time, chances are that at one time or another, you've probably had a a terrible boss or a terrible manager, the kind that creates consistent nightmares. Horrible managers are not uncommon and leadership as a whole in the working environment is not often the greatest. Not having competent managers or leadership doesn't seem to be something many employers are are paying attention to many times today. According to a survey with 1000 employees that was done, 44% of the respondents stated they left a job due to a bad boss. The study also found the top characteristics of a bad boss that made people want to seek other employment. An issue with a manager's style was a problem 37% of the time. Attitude accounted for 30% and a boss with a temper was also 30%. With these statistics, how is it possible that so many bad managers and bosses are left in the workplace to to manage people? Why are there so many bad managers? And the simple answer to bad managers is the way in which they are most frequently promoted into these roles. A Gallup poll found success in a Prior non management role to the number one method for promoting someone to a managerial position. Tenure with a company followed behind as the second most reason for promotion. Neither of the top two motives for promoting an employee to management is really a good one. Just being good at a position in a company does not make a person suitable to be a manager. Although tenure with a company should be rewarded it is also not the best to qualify someone to to manage people. An employee that is good at their job does not mean they have experience being a, a manager or a leader. It may just mean they are good at their job. The people that get promoted by being good at their current position are also often what I classify as the last person standing. This is many times seen in positions with high turnover. Rather than a company finding a truly qualified manager, they just promote the most experienced person into a managerial role. The promotion puts a person into a position they are not qualified to do. Furthermore, it's not uncommon for the promotion not to receive any further training or education on actually being a manager or leader. Being with a company a long time does not also immediately qualify a person for a management position. An employee may have a lot of experience and knowledge of a company with tenure, but this does not give them the skills to be in a true leadership role. Rather than recognizing a long time employee with the things they should be rewarded with, it's not uncommon for a person that has been with a company a long time to just get thrown into a management position. And this can be a recipe for disaster. Terrible leaders are often hiring bad managers. Your immediate report at your job might not be the only bad manager. Companies that have real issues with leadership hire bad managers internally. Because the higher-ups also do not have the education and knowledge often for what makes a good manager, they just keep putting inexperienced people into the positions. This creates a never-ending circle of hiring a bad boss. Having top tier horrible leaders is also not that uncommon in addition to the managers below them. When this occurs, it can take a long time for any real changes to take place and break the cycle of hiring terrible managers. If you work for a company that is led by people that appear to be incompetent, this is a sure sign it might be time to move on. Now, one reason there are terrible managers in the workplace that aren't leaders is letting a bad boss go can often take a long time. Most companies take a very long time to get rid of a bad manager. They're given the benefit of doubt almost always. I have never personally known why this occurs, but I suspect it is a pack that managers and leaders seem to have. They stick together through the good and the bad. The long time frame for letting an unqualified manager go is a big reason that many of them exist. Employees will sometimes believe that upper management may just not be aware of an incompetent manager, but this is rarely the case. Things like high employee turnover and formal complaints will often exist. Even with these signs of issues, it still can take a very long time to finally replace a bad manager that isn't really the leader they should be. Now, what is the difference between a manager and a leader? Although most managers would like to believe they are leaders, uh, this isn't really the case. There are differences between being a manager and a leader. Managers have employees they manage, and leaders have people that actually follow them. A manager is someone that likes to give orders and they are not shy from criticizing others. Bosses that are managers will focus their attention on the bad things that may happen. In addition, they have a hard time paying recognition, rewarding employees, and praising people when it's due. A terrible manager that is not a leader will regularly use fear and intimidation to accomplish tasks. Someone that is just a manager will use terms such as I instead of we, or team, horrible bosses that manage will want credit for their team's work and not credit given to the team. Managers that do not lead will many times be out of touch with how things may really function on a day-to-day basis. A manager that is also a true leader is very different than just a boss. When it comes to mistakes, leaders will call attention to them, but not place blame. They will look for ways to improve the things that get done in the future. Also, they will look for ways to reward people and do this often even with the smallest achievements. Opposed to the I mentality a manager might have, a true leader will think in terms of we and teams. Leaders emphasize the good things. They respect people. Moreover, a good leader looks for ways to inspire and coach rather than rule by intimidation. Horrible managers can ruin a company. One of the most surprising things, it does not look like companies have yet to learn, is the impact of terrible management that it can have on a company. Terrible management and managers that, that really aren't leaders. This is evident through many employers reluctant to get rid of people they know are problem managers. This is in addition to the length of time it usually takes to let a terrible boss go. With surveys showing that 44% of workers leave a job due to a bad boss, employers need to take a hard look at who is managing in their organization. Not only do bad managers increase employee turnover, they also play a role in employee engagement. Another Gallup poll found that 70% of teams in the workplace feel that engagement is dependent on their manager. A boss that does not have engagement from their team results in issues that can have a long-term effect on productivity and profitability. Workers that are not engaged tend to call in sick more often. They also may not live up to their full potential. Disengaged employees that do not like their manager will do what they need to do in order to get a paycheck but this will be the extent of it. Bad managers with employees that did not care about the success of a company will be the final result. Workers will only concern themselves with getting to payday each week, and it will not be long before they begin to look for better opportunities. Now, I will tell you in my own experience through my lifetime of working, I have worked for a lot of terrible managers. Managers that really weren't leaders. And the truth is, managers really do also need to be good leaders. Although some would say it is not fair to label most managers as not being leaders, statistics show that most probably is this is the situation for a large number of workers. The most often used formulas for hiring a manager are ones that would certainly appear flawed, just tenure or experience on a job does not automatically qualify a person to be a good leader and manager. Being a manager is just that. You're just managing people. However, a leader that is put into a manager position is the best choice for ensuring someone is qualified and improving their chance for success. Even knowing this, most companies have yet to recognize the importance of the individuals put into management positions. The studies of low employee engagement and high turnover directly related to a manager, employers really need to start paying more attention to who they put in charge of employees. They really need to look and make sure that a manager is truly a leader. Better managers that are also true leaders leads to the success or failure of a company. Leaders placed in management roles not only can equal better profitability through employee retention, but it also creates a place people wanna work and stay working. My personal opinion is the workplace may continue to have terrible managers as a majority of the time as long as it continues to be accepted. It may never change as the world seems to be more about personal gratification and survival opposed to helping one another. As the pursuit of profits above people has been the increasing norm for some time now, bad managers are probably always going to exist. Hopefully at some point, more companies will realize the benefits of having true leaders and not just managers. When this happens, it will only increase their profitability and employee retention. But most importantly, it will make more working environments tolerable for workers environments they will want to stay in and ones they'll want to be proud of. Thanks for listening to the Smart Start Money podcast. If you like the podcast, go ahead and subscribe. What are your thoughts on leaders and managers in the workplace? You can send any comments or questions directly to me at eric at smartstartmoney.com. The next podcast, I'm going to be talking about credit card fraud. I was recently the target for credit card fraud for the second time this year. On the next podcast, I'll be talking about my recent experience and how credit card fraud is much worse than a lot of people might believe.